Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Friday. I hope your week has treated you well. Listen, I am not a fan of the unknowns of parenting. (laughs) I feel like we're just all out here guessing and it's rough, okay? And I think like it's almost harder for us in the sense that I think either our kid is potentially a six or a nine maybe. Either way, they are here to please us. You know what I mean? They're trying to like do what's best, be the kid that we need them to be. And so I have to like really pry about like what's not working for them, how they're feeling, what makes them mad. And I don't know, y'all, it's just a real guessing game. Like to some degree, I wonder if it would be easier to have like an eight so that they're just like, that may be mad. I didn't like that. (laughs) What you're doing is wrong. And then I would be like, okay, now at least I have the information. I have the data to work with, you know? I'm drinking tea, just so you know. I I should have waited until after I recorded, but I needed it. Okay, I needed it. I also realized via TikTok, there's like a trend on TikTok right now where people are reading song lyrics as if they are confrontational and as if they are not confrontational. I think I would have thought of myself as like a non-confrontational person. And then I'm watching <laughs> these, I'm watching the TikToks and I'm like, oh no, I'm, I'm confrontational. That's definitely, that's definitely more on my, my side of the spectrum there. <laughs> okay. So, um, today I am answering a question texted into the podcast phone line, which if you don't know is 828-338-9127. It's also always linked in the show notes for you. If you have questions you want to send in, or if you have questions you could send in, I'll take them. We are pretty low on questions right now, so it's very nice to have them kind of stockpiled so I can come back and pull for them. I think we're going to start doing them every other Friday, like an interview and then a Q&A, interview Q&A. So if you have questions or if you could have a question, it would mean a lot if you would call them in or text them in because it's fun. Okay, so let's get into today's question. You said, hi, Sarah Jane. I wanted to ask a follow-up question on the routine episode that you did. I see the value of routine and I know you shared some tips, but I am a four and I find it really hard to not resent routines when I try to start them. I know they would probably be good for me, but I struggle to make them a habit. Do you have any tips for building a routine if you are someone who hates them? Uh, yeah, I totally do. <laughs> and I totally get this. You know, I'm seven. I, I think 
Um, yeah, I, I, let's say I have a few tips and maybe some will be repetitive, but others may be new. We'll see. We have, I, I wrote down like a list of six. So we're just going to run through those. The first one I thought of is just to change them up. They are there to serve you, not you to serve them. And so if they are no longer serving you, you are more than welcome and encouraged to shift it around a bit. You don't have to stay in a routine that isn't working. Now, that doesn't mean that when it doesn't feel good, you don't do it. And we'll get into that in a second because I think it's important to identify the difference for yourself between I feel resistant because I'm not exactly in the mood or I feel resistant because this just isn't giving me what I want it to, you know? So if it's not offering you what you're hoping it will, then feel free to switch her up, change it up. I check in with myself all the time. I check in every quarter, every month, every week, every day. And if something's not working, I make adjustments. Number two, and this is kind of piggybacking on that, it's know why you're doing them. If we know why we have the routine, then we understand when to stick through it, when to not stick through it, if it's working, if it's not working, what we actually want and need from it. So for example, I really encourage you to identify just one area that you want to improve in your life at a time. I do all of these grand plans and like I I find it fun to reflect and plan and dream, but I don't always take action on all of those. Typically I'll identify an action I could take on, you know, the seven dimensions of wellness we've talked about before, which are like Um, Oh gosh, I don't know if I have them memorized. (laughs) Um, Let me see. Mental, physical, social, financial, spiritual, environmental, and vocational. I like the prompt of asking myself, is this working? What's not working? What is working? What would I like to do to make it work better? Now, in reality, I'm like, okay, I have all of these things, but in reality, like I'm probably working on one at a time. You know, I'm prioritizing something every season and the idea of being able to like simultaneously improve all of your life at once isn't isn't a reality that's kind of an ambition more than it is a grounded plan (laughs) and so that being said I would just encourage you to know what you're working on this season so I like to do quarters so maybe you say like in the spring I really want to focus on being hydrated. That's really important to me. So what's a routine that I can do to keep myself hydrated? Or I want to focus on building my social media presence. Well, then what's a routine that I can do to build my social media presence? I want to, I want to work on understanding myself and making a plan for my future, then I want to start a journaling practice. You know what I mean? Like identify what you're working on so that you understand why you have that routine in the first place, which for some of us who are kind of rebellious children, you know, who had a sense of like, there's a, you're like, no one's seeing it from my, my perspective. And like, I have thoughts and plans and ideas and we and we don't understand why rules are just laid out as rules. They don't make sense to us. We want to have the answers of why. And I think that t- follows us into adulthood, you know, when you have a rule that doesn't make sense and you're just supposed to follow it as a rule, it 
we aren't likely to do it, right? It's going to feel restrictive. It's going to feel controlling. But if you say, okay, you have this rule, but we have this rule for a reason, then it's like, okay, I can wrap my head around that. I think about with, I lived with my grandparents for a while when I was in like the eighth grade and they had a rule that you had to come home before the streetlights turned on and I could not wrap my head around it. It didn't make sense to me. It felt controlling. It felt like they just wanted to like make me obey them. But now with hindsight, when I look back, I realize like, oh, we were in Florida it's not safe. And like, that was the bare minimum. And we didn't have cell phones. I didn't have any way to communicate with them when I would be coming home. And now as an adult, it's like, if I didn't know when my kid was coming home, I would be anxious and frustrated. And so that was like the littlest thing. And if I had asked them why, and they had given me like a satisfactory response, which I think all of that would have been, I wouldn't have been so resistant to it. I would have been like, okay, that makes logical sense. Let me wrap my head around that, you know? And I think we have to do the same thing with ourselves. So don't just say, I have to follow this routine and then I, it's a rule that I have to follow and if I don't follow it, then I fail. Instead say, what's this routine serving? So that when you don't wanna do it, you remember the outcome you're intending to have and you can go back and really, you know, refresh your memory on how it benefits you. All right, let's get into number three. Keep them light. Like do not go from zero to 100. Most of us, that's what we do, right? We hear about the seven dimensions of wellness. We write down, okay, all of these areas of my life, what's not working in them? Then what is working in them? And then what do I need to do for all of them? And then I need to build a routine that serves all of these different areas of my life. And if I'm not serving all these areas of my life, why am I even doing this? And so then it gets so complicated where we watch a YouTube video and we see someone's like elaborate morning routine and we're like, oh, I need to have this elaborate morning routine with a hair mask and like a scrubber for my scalp. And I need to make a beautiful breakfast. I need to make, I need to have an espresso machine now. I need to go to the gym in the morning. Like all of this stuff. And then we start to try to implement it all at one time. And then we burn out or we, you know, maybe we skip days. We feel like something's wrong with us for doing that. When in reality, you know, most people who are doing these things, they built them up over the course of time. So, you know, maybe they started journaling six years ago and then the next year they built up a habit of going to the gym. And then the next year they were like, you know what, I'm gonna invest in having an espresso machine. I'm Not that that's important, but I'm just like, thinking about all like the TikTok girlies who have the aesthetic morning routines and how like they all look the same. And that's not the goal, right? The goal isn't to have like this monolithic life where we all are just doing the same things. It's like figure out what you need, what serves you, how you could feel supported and encouraged and then allow yourself the space to build into that. And what feels supportive to you this month might not feel supportive to you next month and that's totally okay. So keep them light. I encourage you to just pick one habit you wanna build at a time. Um, They say habits take like 28 to 30 days to build but I don't really think that's a science. I think you can kinda see for yourself how long it takes for it to start to feel like a part of your life but build one at a time, like give yourself a break. 
Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, number four is we've, this was like in the comment section of my last post or like my post on Instagram about this, but also um, this is what I talk to fours about as well in person is, is focusing on rituals over routine. So instead of I need to have like this perfect routine, you can say like, what would be a supportive ritual for me? This, and that romanticizes it. It makes it, it slows it down a little bit. It makes it less, it feel less like fluorescent lighting. Like the idea of routine, I feel like feels like office and fluorescent lighting and type A mentality and like very rigid. But ritual, it's like, it's incandescent lighting. It's candlelight. It's magic. It's flowy. It's slow. And it's present. It's emotive. So let yourself have that, you know? All right. Number five is don't wait until you feel like doing them. That feeling may never come, right? So sometimes you're going to want to do something that supports you. And sometimes you're going to feel resistant to things that support you. An example of this, my husband, he He's, caught, he's a runner. He goes through seasons where he's running a lot. He was training for a half marathon last year. This year, he like he, after the half marathon, he took some space. And then now he's like running again. And he talks to me all the time about how like when you take a day off, you don't really feel like going back the next day. Like nothing in your body wants to do it. Everything in you is saying like, don't do it. I don't want to. But then when you do it, you feel great in your body, you feel great in your mind, everything. It's like 100% worth it every single time. And even when you're on the run, he says, like you don't feel like doing it. Like you don't want to do the act of running. And I think that there's something really clear about that. You know, routines don't always feel pleasurable. Sometimes they're, the pleasure is the result of the routine. So that's where also we need to remember why we do it. But also I will say as a seven, routines can be made more pleasurable. So I, I'm not a runner, I'm not a long distance runner. I, I used to run more before my lungs had their little hiccup, but I really, now I go to the gym, I typically lift weights and I enjoy it. Like I find it extremely fun. I look forward to it. It's something that feels like 100% me time. No one is going to bother me there. It's like my space, my time. And I have a task and I, I just love it. I find it extremely fun. But that's not the case. I couldn't like go for a walk and have that experience. Could I go for a walk and like put my AirPods in and try to make it work? Sure, like 
I could like put an audiobook in and be like, okay, we're reading. This counts. But I don't like a walk. I don't find them fun. I don't like it. I'd rather be lifting weights. I'd rather be at the gym doing something else. And I think listening to ourselves and letting ourselves enjoy our lives is also important. So I think there's a, a fine little balance there between is there a more fun way to do this? And if not, maybe I just do it anyway because I know the result will benefit me. Hopefully that makes sense. And finally, number six, it's to see it as an odd, an obligation, but an opportunity. So what do we need to do in order to fall in love with our routine um, versus kind of doing it out of a fear of being bad or wrong or not doing enough? If we, for me, that's like identify why I'm doing it. It's find the best possible way to do it and make it as fun as possible and to keep it energized, keep it moving. I like to change mine up or even if I don't change it, I like to know that I'm doing it on purpose. So I check in with myself and ask myself, is this still working for me? Do I still like this? Is there something else that would work better? And maybe not. You know, a lot of times it's not. I pretty regularly need the same things, which is like journaling, yoga, water. Those are like the things that I cannot live without. And everything else, you know, can kind of swap around a little bit. But those things typically stay the same, right? But I like choosing them every time because if I'm not choosing them, I start to feel controlled and restricted. That being said, the other thing here is making it fun. So if your ritual, see what I did there? If your ritual is feeling obligatory, obligatory, then I would encourage you to say like, what could make this really desirable for me? So maybe, for example, I want to journal. I know journaling is beneficial to me. It's something that I definitely benefit from when I do it. But the idea of like sitting down to write and the fear of being distracted or the stress of being distracted is unappealing. Then what can I do to make that something I crave? Maybe I make a beverage and I drink my beverage when I'm journaling, you know, coffee, tea, whatever for it is for you. Maybe I light a candle because that makes it feel more magical, makes me feel more present. Maybe I listen to a certain kind of music that feels really good and I just create a whole vibe around it. And then I start to think about it the night before, like, okay, in the morning I have my journaling ritual and I, I get to have my tea, I get to put my music on, I turn my candles, and I just like ease into the day. And you're not really focusing on the journaling aspect of it as much as like all the things that feel good in it. And then that allows you to focus on just like enjoying it that rather than like uh, checking it off of a to-do list, right? Some of us like the idea of that doesn't appeal. We need to make it a little more a little more, I say sensual, but I mean like sensual in terms of your five senses, you know, like bringing in elements that really awaken your senses. I think that's so important, especially for fours to have your senses be part of everything that you do because you really appreciate that as uh, typically as people. So I hope that was supportive. Um, I think that was a really good question. I think it's a good question for anyone who's trying to build new routines, not to start fours. And if you guys have questions again, make sure to call them in to 828-338-9127. And 
cheers to falling in love with our habits. I'll see you Monday for the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.